Welcome to Macintosh and Mod Haven't Seen What, the podcast where we make each other watch movies we should have already seen. I'm Diana. And I'm David. And today, it's Oscar Predictions Ballot Comparison Day. We are not watching movies we haven't seen before. Nope, not today. This is our last episode special before the Oscar. Okay, so we're just gonna, like we're using the Vanity Fair ballot. It's very swanky. It's very pretty. It's very well organized. I think it's the same one we used last year. First, do we need to explain our scoring system? Yes. So there's 24 categories. They get a point. But for the top eight categories, we do a first place, second place. Meaning if your first place pick wins, you get two points. But if your second place pick is what wins, you get one point. And this allows for a little more discussion on, you know, sometimes it's what do you think is going to win versus what is your favorite? Mm -hmm. Or you might play it as, you know, well, this Dark Horse has a lot of momentum here. So I might be able to snag a point if I really think this one might be better. And it also helps us, you know, like we we do align in a lot of places and it kind of helps keep us from having identical ballots. It's a good it's a good and easy tiebreaker method. I think since we've instituted this, we've never had like a full on tie. No. And last year I won by one point and like even the tiebreaker, which our tiebreaker is that we pick what time the Oscars broadcast is going to end. Correct. And we say whenever the host says good night, that's that's the end of the broadcast. I think this time we'll have to say credits are all because we won't have a host. Mm, right? I think we'll have to say whenever they cut to the news. Because the credits could be rolling while people are still doing stuff. Because this is the first time in a long time there's been no host. So I think this year we need to say whenever the news officially starts. Okay. So starting from the bottom, short film animated. All the way at the bottom. Right, who you got? Bow. You go with Pixar every time, huh? I do. I have heard really good things about a movie called One Small Step. It looked very cute. Mm-hmm. And it's gotten some bigger buzz from some of the people. I went to IndieWire to be like, hey, somebody tell me your predictions on the shorts. And they had some some looked, good justifications. I so. looked at a couple different places and then I just kind of like looked at the description of the movies. That's fair. And went from there. All right. Short film live action. I went with Marguerite. I went with Mother. Out of everything I've heard, apparently this is chock full of movies that are like super dark this mm. year. Yeah, it, I read one article. It's like, it's clear. Everyone in this category needs a hug because they're all dark and sad. Yeah, except Marguerite. I'm going to go with the happy one because I think people want a little happy. Mm. I don't think they care so much in the short, short space. You never know. All right. Documentary short subject. A Night in the Garden is what I picked. Okay. Now, that does look really interesting, and I've heard lots of stuff about it. It was between that and a period end of sentence for me, and I just was like, I think that one's good. I think it's too cheeky. I went with Endgame. Okay. That is sort of the odds-on favorite for a lot of people. It seemed like the most universal of the categories, and I think it's going to be one of those surprising telling the story of things. Visual effects. We're both in agreement on this one, right? It's Avengers. It's Infinity War. You could justify maybe Christopher Robin a little bit. I haven't seen it, so I don't know for sure. Ready Player One, I think it depends on who's seeing it, Mm -hmm. but I don't feel like that's at the level of some of the effects we've seen in other things. Avengers just used it well. Oh, shit. Just the end of the movie where we dust the people. That alone is... Dusting the people is fine. That alone should get that the award this year. All right. Film editing. I went with the favorite. 
I went with Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Here's my problem with Bohemian Rhapsody is everybody thinks like that's going to be an editing type award. And I guess I get it because you're trying to frame an actual event that was incredibly well documented. Mm -hmm. So you're somehow trying to actually capture that same feeling. Yeah, no, no. I I mean, you can make the case for Vice or Black Klansman here too. Those are both incredibly well edited movies. I agree. But I think... The favorite is going to be the runner-up in a lot of these categories this year. Mm-hmm. The Academy may go, well, we have to give it something. <laughs> I think you're sticking too close to the title cards that divide the story. And that is a device from the script, not editing. No, but it's not that, though. It is the actual film editing itself. That last sequence with the mixing, the overlay of the rabbits... And the way that the scenes are cut together to make it make that tension and awkwardness feel that way. I think there's something to be said for that. I could be very wrong here, but I'm going with the favorite on this. All right. Production design, Black Panther. Black Panther, all day long. What's nice is we're going to have a lot of these for Black Panther. The majority of the public is in agreement on that. Mm -hmm. And I think a good chunk of the Academy is going to be there too. Yeah. Everything else for Production Giant is a lot of recreation and like again i'm not trying to like shit on recreating historical stuff that takes art there are design decisions for sure but in these types of categories i'm going for creativity that serves your story over reenactment every day i will give a little credit to something like the favorite where it is historical but then skewed of course and also mary poppins i mean that is a big deal yeah but that is a movie that had to for a good chunk of that movie, match an original style that it's was true. not created by those creators. Like, I'm not trying to shit on them. They did beautiful no, work no. in the new pieces. But as an overall movie, what had to come from scratch and served the film? It's Black Panther. Of course. All right. Cinematography. Roma. Roma. Roma wins this hands down. Correct. If Alfonso Cuaron wins nothing else this year. If this, this is year, the only award that Roma gets, it'll be this one. Exactly. Because it is... amazingly beautiful beautiful and you can't hide in black and white Mm -mm. not a single damn thing costume design black Black panther Panther. i mean i've said it before i'll repeat myself again when we saw that movie back in february of last year i said this movie better fucking be up for best costume design yeah makeup and hairstyling vice vice if people are trying to say mary queen of scots could get it and i'm like what fuck what are you fucking smoking no there is one thing they do with makeup, and that is try to make Margot Robbie look haggard and riddled with disease. That's it. It's Vice all day it's long. Vice. Did you see what they did to Christian Bale and Sam Rockwell? It's insane. It's nuts. Sound mixing. Can you explain what sound mixing is, please? We did this last year, and I had an explainer, but I found one that's even better, and it's going to be my go-to from now on with yes. sound. We used to have these categories named differently. Mm -hmm. Sound editing was sound effects editing. Mm -hmm. And sound mixing used to be best sound. Mm -hmm. That completely describes what it is. Sound mixing is taking all of the, the audio for the movie and mixing the levels to where they sound good. Mm -hmm. Sound editing is sound effects from post-production, not just Foley work, but also digitally created sounds now basically anything you're creating after the fact Mm -hmm. so with that in mind because a lot of people picked bohemian rhapsody for both of these 
And I think that's a big mistake if Correct. you don't know what the category Correct. is. Correct. I agree. So for sound mixing. Bohemian Rhapsody. Correct. Because yes. of the need to mix the audio between Rami, other singers, and Freddie Mercury's yes. original vocals. So much care had to go into that. Well, and also then you take the mixing between the in like if you just look at the scenes of them actually recording Bohemian Rhapsody, you have to take their individual takes and layer it on top of what you already have. There's just a whole lot of there's a lot of mixing going on. Well, the We Will Rock You sequence, which is yes. on the soundtrack, correct, where it is a new mix mm -hmm. from the audio engineers. The only secondary one that I could pick is A Star is Born because I really did like how they mixed that movie. Correct. And if it wins, I wouldn't be upset. I'm not going to be mad. Roma's honestly got very good sound too. Surprisingly good. I picked Roma for sound editing. Interesting. Okay. I can appreciate that. I actually went with Black Panther here. Okay. It's that creativity aspect of it. A lot of people want this to go to a quiet place because they felt it should have gotten more recognition. And this is its only nomination. I could see that. And A Quiet Place does have really good effects. Correct. They they have to be very, very specific in how they chose to use sound and, when they did. And see, that's a movie that I probably would have put in sound mixing. Because you, again, you have to be very careful with what you use. Best original song we've already discussed on this show. Shallow. Shallow is going to win this one. Correct. A lot of people really like all the stars. And unfortunately, Kendrick and SZA will not be performing. They will not be performing. But Bradley and Lady Gaga will. Yes, and Bradley was not at the Grammys. He went to the uh, BAFTAs or he was in London. I will say there is a performance in Vegas that she did where he did get up on stage. He was there one night and she made him get up there. Aww. It's adorable. I would have too. Original score, if Beale Street could talk. Mm, I went with Black Panther. I'm going to take this one. This came at a recommendation from one Kevin T. Porter. Oh. Uh, I'm a big fan of him and his show, Good Christian Fun, and of course, Gilmore Guys. Uh, yeah. He talks about, like, I've I, I listened to this on its own over and over again. Well, I loved the score from Moonlight. Yeah. And so it's the same, it's the same composer. I'm sure it's beautiful. I went with Black Panther because Goranson did such a great score for Creed. Mm-hmm. And remembering Black Panther as well, it's just so unique and different. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I thought through it. Black Klansman could win. It's kind of up in the air for me which one of these wins. I don't think it's that up in the air. Uh, you know. All right. Foreign language film. Roma. I'm picking Roma. There's still an outside shot for Cold War. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's Roma. It's a Netflix movie, and I don't think they're going to give best picture to a Netflix movie. I don't think they're ready for it. Mm. Documentary feature. Mm -hmm. I went with Minding the Gap. Okay. Interesting choice. I went with RBG. A lot of people say Free Solo is mm -hmm. the, the headliner here. A little bit of man on wire type story, except, you know, now it's rock climbing without a rope. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think RBG is such a moment for them. I think they're going to kind of play that play that side of it and the voters are going to go for it but mining the gap is the one description wise i'm most interested in seeing and it's streaming on hulu right now cool animated feature spider-verse spider-verse yeah and that's not only i mean it's the favorite everywhere honestly like i wish it had been in the best picture category because it would have been amazing and i i would have been it would have been so hard for me not to pick it in the best picture category you're not wrong yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on Adapted screenplay. And this is where we start getting into our first place, second place. Okay. What's your first place? Black Klansman. Interesting. It's not a bad choice at all. Mm -mm. 
You think they're going to go for that political route? I think this is where they're finally going to give it to Spike. Okay. Now, he wasn't the only writer on that script, though. No. And then my second place is A Star is Born. Okay. All right. My number one is Star is Born. I think this is where Bradley gets his Oscar. I think they didn't give it for to him for director. Uh-huh. And I think they're going to make up for that by awarding him the screenplay. My number two choice is Can You Ever Forgive Me? That movie was great. This is a little bit of a, of a favorite pick here more than uh-huh. anything. That script is incredible. First half felt a little slow, but as you kept going into it and then sort of the gut punch at the end, Here's I really thing. enjoyed it. Uh, they fudged some things from the real story that I don't feel like they actually had to for a film narrative. Mm. And that bugs me. Okay. And I feel like the performances are so good that it makes the script seem better than it actually is on paper. Okay. That's, that's how I feel. Though I, it is a great movie. We recently watched it. Original screenplay. What's your first? Roma. I don't agree with that. But you think that's what's going to win. But I think that's what they're going to do. All right. What's what's your second? The favorite. Okay. I think the favorite is probably the best on this list. Vice is really good, but I think it's so specific Mm -hmm. that the voters probably would never go for it. But the favorite would be my, my number two pick out of this. I picked the favorite as my number one. Okay. And Vice is my number two. Okay. Roma's script is problematic for a lot of reasons. Yes. But and I you watched the whole thing. I watched half of it. Uh I I know what how it ends. I know the story and just for personal shit like I, I that's a scene I don't need in my brain. The ending for that. I just I don't need that in my brain. It's okay. Well, I've moved on with my life. But I think that movie is more beautiful than it is a good movie. I agree with that statement. I think the Academy is going to think that it's this beautifully written thing. I think the older voters especially are going to be on that track. I think it's just going to, it's going to get shat on because it's a Netflix movie. It's won so many awards across every other place. I know, but I think that's going to hurt it. I don't think so. The other awards are no longer an indicator of who's going to win the Oscar. That's fair. Things have gotten so blown out. It's very different now. It used to be very consistent and very clear indicators. It's not anymore, especially since we've seen so many things go all over the place. I mean, come on. Bo Burnham has kicked everyone's ass and he's not on this list. Like he got huge awards for eighth grade and he's nowhere on here. That's insane. Actor in a supporting role. Who's your first pick? Richard E. Grant. Wow. He That's was, a bold choice. He was that Good. And this is where I say that I feel like the performances in that movie elevated that script more than what it already was on the page. Okay. He is fascinating and captivating to watch. And I I, I adore him. That is a bold move for your top pick. Yeah, he's my top pick. My second pick, as as loath as I am to do this, it's Sam Rockwell for Vice. Wow. Because I loved Sam Elliott. I really did. He was... He was my original, like, it's going to be Sam Elliott. And then I just looked at this and I was like, it's not. No. For me, it's just not. My number one is Mahershala Ali. Really? This is playing the odds of the Oscar I, voters. I, I get it. I totally understand why, how, why you're picking him. The, the reason is... It's like, we're sorry you had to be in this movie. Here's an Oscar for you again. There's a little bit of that sympathy vote. And 
he is, he is great in it. He, he truly is, is. He is at the same caliber as everybody else on this list. I mean, he really is. He's doing a great job with that role. It's just that the script of that role, I mean, I would argue that Vigo also does an amazing job in that movie. It's just that the writing of that movie is what makes it so cringy and awful. I agree. We've complained about that movie enough. But he rises above it enough, and I think enough people are going to like it that they're going to put him in. My second pick was Richard E. Grant. Okay. For the values that you said, I thought it was bold because I don't think there's a chance in hell they're actually going to vote him in that role. He has now. Okay. He has won in other places and people were shocked that he got nominated. And I just feel like this is one of those. It's small, but it's so good type of performances that people are just going to be drawn to it. I just feel like that's going to be the situation. The question is, did people see that movie? I think they did because for him to be nominated and Melissa to be nominated, people watch that movie. Yeah, you're probably not wrong, especially because it's the only movie this year directed and written by females. True. Actress in a supporting role. Your first choice. I haven't seen it. I know nothing about it. I just know she's been racking up awards. Regina King for Beale Street Could Talk. Agreed. Same. That's first, my number first one First place, choice. Regina King. Second place. Rachel Weiss. Same. That's my favorite. Yeah, she's list. my favorite. And it's, it's the rooting interest there. Amy Adams did a fine... She's fine, but it's not spectacular. It's nothing It's nothing I haven't seen from her before, but it's also, it's not any better than these other ladies. True. De Tavira is captivating and interesting, but it's not her movie in a lot of ways, and she doesn't steal it. Well, and again, like Amy, you're doing a fine job. That's it. You're doing a fine job. Yeah. So it's down to these two scene stealers. And the more interesting scene stealer in that movie is Rachel Weisz. Is Rachel Weisz. Emma Stone is great in The Favorite. Yes, absurd is definitely her lane, but uh, but Rachel Weisz is just that much more interesting to watch. Exactly. Actor in the leading role. Now I made a switch last minute here. Okay. Because I was dead set, and then I looked at a few things. Mm-hmm. My number one is Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. Same. Same. It's Rami. He has won literally every Best Actor award that's out there right now. And again, I know we just said that, you know, you can't you can't look at the awards and say that, you know, that's predictable. When I look at all these movies, all the actors are interchangeable. Like you could have picked somebody else to do an amazing performance and that movie still would have been good. This movie would not be okay without Rami Malek. And that is going to be controversial if he does win. I totally understand. He has not been the greatest about Brian Singer's accusations. Well, he Nobody was, has on that movie. No, but he was one of the big advocates to get him fired. True, but not for that reason. Well, he was horrible on set, and that was before all the allegations came out. In any case. He's not spoken about it well. Exactly. However... He is not responsible for Brian Singer's actions. He's also not responsible for the studio actions. He has spoken out against him. And I don't want to punish this movie, this actor, for the bullshit of the director. Like, yeah. this is a place where it's like, don't give it best picture. Give it to Rami. I don't want to discount the criticism. I don't. I totally understand I don't it. either. And I, I get it because we're, we are shitting on Green Book because of Peter Farley. But that movie is also garbage. So that's a different problem. <laughs> this is a great movie in spite of the fact that there's a horrible person attached to it. Well, and it's a great movie mostly because of his performance. Correct. My number two, and who I kind of secretly hope would win, is Bradley Cooper. He's my number two as well. Because as great as Rami is, 
Bradley is fucking incredible in that movie. He he is. I he mean, is gutting and heart wrenching to watch. I've loved Bradley Cooper since Alias <laughs> with that bleach blonde hair. Also, I'm just gonna say it. Christian Bale wins. I'm not gonna be mad. I'm not gonna be. I'm mad. not gonna be mad. I'll be disappointed from a points perspective, but I'm not gonna be mad. No, I, I mean, I think he gives. In any other year, he's like the runaway favorite with these things. These are two incredibly human performances, correct, and heart filled performances that I think are far more interesting and good for the Academy to look at right now. So secretly, I want Bradley to win. I think Rami's probably going to win, and I'm not going to be sad because I love Rami Malek. Truth. Actress in a leading role. My number one is Olivia Colman. Same. She's just... Now, ag- again, again, like Rami, that movie doesn't work without her. Nope. That movie is garbage without her. And like I've also given the favorite a bunch of other awards, but I'm like, really? You have to have this character believable and and it's her. I I think there are plenty of British comedic actresses who could probably lend the same absurdity to the role, but she is the reason that movie is so good. Correct. Who's your number two pick? Lady Gaga. Same. Now, everybody is saying that Glenn Close is now the odds-on favorite. I know. I, I, I've I, heard that, but I just... One of those two ladies has to have won this. The Glenn Close Award, again, I haven't seen The Wife, and I don't want to discount it because it may be an amazing performance. It, it could be. But it smells of the, you've had an amazing career, let's finally give you this Oscar. I don't want to belittle that award. We've seen plenty of that actually occur. True. Look, if she wins, that just gives us that much more reason to see the wife. You're absolutely right. And also, again, I want to reiterate, a tie is possible. It has happened before. There could be two statues. So if Olivia Coleman and Lady Gaga tie, we get three points. (laughs) I think that's fair. Weird situation to root for. It would be, but it's weird. Best director. I'm going with Yorgos Latinos. As your number one? As my number one. That is shocking. Really? It's Alfonso Cuaron. He's my number two. He's winning this award. Of anybody on there, he has swept every single thing. I know. I know we've said it. But like, if there's nothing else about this movie, it's the personal story and the amount of care and detail that he put into making it. I don't think it's directed well. It's beautiful. That's what it is. It's beautiful. I agree. I'm going with the Academy's thought here. I understand. I would agree with you that Yorgos Lanthimos made the best movie. That's why he's my number two. That's fine. So, so we, we, we flip-flopped. But I don't think Lanthimos can win Best Director. Quaron has just been a powerhouse this season. I don't think you can stop that steamroller at this point. I feel like the Academy is going to say he can have cinematography. He can have Best Foreign Film. That's it. That's enough for him. They'll That's give it. him Best Director because they're not going to give him Best picture. All right. What's your number one? You got to pick. I'm flopping back to what I originally had, the favorite. Okay. So what's your number two? Star is Born. Mine are flipped. You had Star is Born number one? Mm-hmm. And favorite is my number two. It's very hard. And I really feel like when we get the writing, we'll know who's getting best picture. That's how I feel about it. So, And I feel like it, that's where we're going to have the split. A lot of people are saying now they think that the voting is going to get split and Green Book is going to wind up winning, oh, which God, no. I will throw shit at the television if that happens. If that happens, we just turn the, we just turn it off right away. Well, we, we, just turn, we turn off the broadcast immediately. I am not listening to any of those jag assholes except that award. And talk about how we're uniting all nope. people under this banner. Nope. 
I'm just where the TV's turns off. We are done. Uh, yeah. I went with the star is born because of the last year shape of water. And I feel like the favorite is the better movie, but I feel like everyone's going to go with, but I just loved a star is born. I loved the way it made me feel. I loved watching it. I feel like that's what's going to be. I feel like I want to absolutely agree with you and change my vote one last time. Nope. But I'm not going to do it. Nope. For the fun of the the argument. And I will go with nine times out of 10, that does happen. But what an amazing moment it'll be if the favorite winds oh, up agreed. blowing agreed. everyone out of the I water and taking I want that. the favorite to win. Just like I want your votes to win. Because the more that I look at this list, I'm like, it is the best movie out of all of these. Well, and here's the thing. I think the only movie who's going to be able to say they swept, quote unquote, is going to be the favorite. Yeah, you're true. I, I mean, don't. I don't. Roma has been nominated for eight awards. It's not getting eight. No, it's barely going to get four. I think it's getting two. I think that's two and done. Nah, I mean he's he's getting that best director nod. I don't I, think there's don't, any way anybody can take so. it from him. It's just too good of a story for the Academy not to press in to. That's debatable. And but. also, more importantly, it's his movie as opposed to. The favorite being a whole. I don't care. Best picture. No, it's a hard pick. Like it is. This the year fact is that we f- the fact that we flipped those mm-hmm. is huge because we both agree those are the two front runners. Yeah. Like there's no other choice here. And then and and this is again why we've done this first place, second place because it really comes down. It's usually between two. We get, oh. we get to the category and like it's these two. It's one of these two. So we have to decide what's first, what's second. In any case. It is not an easy year. No. Because we've got three movies here, one of which we're not big fans of, but we know people are big fans of and filmmakers are. Yeah. And so we've got three movies here where we're having to go back and forth to be like, I don't know, maybe this one or maybe this between the favorite Roma and A Star Mm -hmm. is Born. It's hard. (laughs) Yes. It's very hard. But that's it. That's what it's going to be. I'm still pissed Green Book is on here and not eighth grade. Same. That should be there. Like, like it should just be in the original screenplay. That That's the one award it deserved to have. Eighth grade should have knocked out Green Book. It's much better script. And it, it could have been in Best Picture. It could have. All right. Well, we will be live tweeting the Oscars. You can follow us at Macintosh Mod. If you want to you see what we have to say about this, this production, it may be horrible. It may be very good. Who knows? It's probably going to be a hodgepodge of both. And then our full coverage of what happened, and you'll find out who won on Monday. Indeed. Unless you're watching it along with us. Uh, Yeah. And then, uh, no, we'll save it for the podcast. We won't tweet out who won until after our podcast goes live. (laughs) You're all going to know. Well, if you're listening to this and keeping track, yes. But of course, I'm I'm guessing you're just kind of like, okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to guess. All right. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. (laughs) 